up, people? It's your boy, the host with the most. I do not brag or boast. I'm Chris the Don One. Welcome to another edition of I'm Chris the Don One Podcast, episode 140. How you living? I'm living swell. I don't know what I'm doing with my hands right now. My hands are doing more gyrations in motion than anything else. But nevertheless, I digress. Let's get into some NBA news and notes. Let's first gravitate to what's going on in Tinseltown, what's going on with the purple and gold, and get a better understanding about the Lakers and their future and this up-and-coming season. Now, let's start off with uh, Russell Westbrook fired his agency. Russell Westbrook has been with this agency ever since he was drafted with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, they both sides cited that uh, not only it was mutual, but they had differences uh, when it comes to uh, the future of Russell Westbrook and the Lakers and things of that nature, uh, as well as Russell Westbrook attended the Summer League games, uh, as well as LeBron James. And a lot of people were making, it was quite obvious that Russell Westbrook was sitting on one side of the arena and LeBron James sitting on the other side of the arena. And that's just a far different cry to what uh, what uh, these two guys did last year in the Summer League games where they were like arm to arm and uh, looking forward uh, for the up and coming season, trying to start a big three with Russell Westbrook, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And, you know, last year it's last year, but it wasn't what it wasn't to their liking. As well as, you know, you kept hearing trade, you know, the, you kept hearing rumors about the possibility of Russell Westbrook moving someplace else. And I've been fast on top of that, telling you guys, uh, you know, I know there's, there's a handful of teams that would love to have Russell Westbrook. Even at this stage, at, uh, you know, even though his athleticism it has fallen off. And that happens when you get older, particularly when you're playing professional sports. But that contract is an is a very large contract that a lot of uh, organizations cannot swallow nor tolerate. And that's the sticking point with a lot of teams. A lot of teams say, look, we know you want to move Russell Westbrook, but at what cost? Are you willing to move Russell? We'll take Russell Westbrook. But you're going to have to sweeten that pot with uh, by adding some draft picks. Jeannie Buss refused to do so. Uh, Rob Linker refused to do so uh, like uh, as well because the cover is bare. Even though there's a lot of Laker uh, stands and super fans out there that are uh, saying that bump those picks. But you have to realize the Lakers' future uh, past just this up and coming season you know LeBron James has not has not signed an extension with uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers he has made no indication that he's willing to sign an extension with the Los Angeles Lakers uh as far as the Russell Westbrook situation that is concrete it's set in stone uh I do not see a team in the near future that's willing to trade for Russell Westbrook, despite all the trade rumors and accusations that Russell Westbrook can go here, Russell Westbrook can go there. Ultimately, it's that contract uh, Russell Westbrook opted in, which we all knew that he was going to opt in, and he's due to make 40 plus million this year. 
So you got that dynamic, as well as Los Angeles Lakers are simply getting older. It's more a it's more of a veteran ball club, which uh, you know LeBron James he's a veteran himself. He would like you know he's always you know if you look at all the stops LeBron James uh, went to uh, with uh, being drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers, going to the Miami Heat going back to Cleveland and now with the Los Angeles Lakers he always preferred a veteran ball club and he you know and when it comes to draft picks or young players he moved those players for veteran pieces because he felt very confident highly confident of those veteran pieces a lot of people seem to forget when um he went to Cleveland the second time around and when Kyrie Irving request demanded a trade and uh, at that particular time, uh, LeBron wanted everyone. He had a 2K roster. He had Dwayne Wade on that roster. And that team went nowhere, okay? Uh, they traded a lot of their draft picks that they was highly confident of. Uh, Andrew Wiggins was a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's been he's bounced around and won a title with the Golden State Warriors uh, last season, Okay. But LeBron James always prefer a veteran ball club, okay? And that's what he's doing, and he's copying it. That's what he's doing with the Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers have no, uh, well, they don't have a boatload of draft picks. Uh, they mortgage all those draft picks for Anthony Davis. They mortgage all those draft picks and uh, for Russell Westbrook, as well as young talent at their disposal that's already been developed, that has been through the organization for the past couple of years. They mortgage away all of, of that talent uh, to the New Orleans Pelicans. The New Orleans Pelicans got better because of the Anthony Davis uh, trade. When you look at the, the trade short term, yeah, it benefited the Los Angeles Lakers. They got a title from it. But long term, it's going to benefit the, the New Orleans Pelicans to get better players for their roster for the NBA draft. Uh, they also got rid of players like Alex Caruso. They could have signed Alex Caruso to an extension. He could have stayed with the Los Angeles Lakers, but they wanted to free up that money. Alex Caruso went to the Chicago Bulls. Now, he's been nicked and injured, but... You can't tell me Alex Caruso, a shooter, could not help the Los Angeles Lakers woes, which one of the Los Angeles Lakers woes is a shooter. Alex Caruso could have fit that. DeRozan could have fit better with the Lakers than with the uh, Chicago Bulls. You mean to tell me if DeRozan would have had that same, duplicated that same season that he had with the Chicago Bulls with the Los Angeles Lakers, that would not help the Los Angeles Lakers? Of course they would. All right. Now, as far as LeBron James trying to get that Kareem record or being on pace to get the Kareem record, that probably would have affected that a little. But with the Rosen and Alex Caruso plus Buddy Hill and Irvin Magic Johnson, let it be known on Get Up as well as First Take that that was the game plan. That was the initial game plan. Rob Palenka and Jeannie Buss came to con the, came to a con uh, conclusion with. Uh, those three players for this uh, for last year's up and coming season, but uh, there's a lot of rumors and reports that suggest that LeBron James uh, put a kibosh on that plan, and he wanted Russell Westbrook. Okay, 
Now, uh, a season later, a lot of people are a lot of people are not co-signing with the Russell Westbrook uh, trade. Uh, LeBron James is moving away from from uh, Russell Westbrook. He's separating him. He's distancing himself from the Russell Westbrook as well as Anthony Davis. And uh, when you talk about the front office, the front office was never on board with Russell Westbrook. The, the only reason why they did that trade is to satisfy LeBron James, hoping that if we do everything with LeBron James, uh, ask of us to do, he would sign it. Uh, he would sign an extension. Now, there's a lot of things they did not do what LeBron James wanted, which was uh, the coach. Uh, you know, Le- Le- LeBron James wanted uh, a different coach. He wanted Ty Lue. Ty Lue went to the Clippers. Um, I think uh, the Lakers, if they would allowed him to have his own staff, paid him a little bit more. They would have probably been in line to get Ty Lue, but uh, they wanted to keep Jason Kidd, which LeBron James was uh, was excited for Jason Kidd to be on the roster. Okay, um, instead uh, they got uh, they got the former Indiana coach. Can't think of his name right now. I do apologize if you're listening to this podcast. I apologize, guy. Okay, but uh, they got him. But they won a title from that. So you can't sit up there and say that, uh, yeah, they didn't get Ty Lue. And that was one of LeBron James' uh, uh, demands. And who would have, you know, even if they would have gotten Ty Lue, does that guarantee and pencil them in to win that uh, title uh, two seasons ago? Now, a lot of people are not putting a lot of stock nor credit in the title. Everyone's calling it a bubble-licious championship. But all championships are created equal. And, and when I mean created equal, they don't have the lasting or staying power uh, years down the road. Uh, I, you know, now a lot of people are going to be making excuses for LeBron and the Los Angeles Lakers winning that title. That was a shortened season. They had a break in between the seasons. And that was the, really the only season AD stayed consistently healthy. Okay. Uh, but uh, but AD has fallen back to form like he was with the New Orleans Pelicans. The best ability AD can demonstrate to the Los Angeles Lakers that he couldn't demonstrate with the uh, New Orleans Pelicans is availability, and he's just not available, right? And but the Los Angeles Lakers knew and this shouldn't be no sticker shock to the Los Angeles Lakers. They knew what they was getting. Uh, they that they we're in bed with with ad his availability he's consistently injured all the time all right so if you look at what's been transpiring at the conclusion of the nba finals to the summer leagues to where we are now um the lakers hired darvin ham he's the uh a young coach this is his first stint as a head coach he has experience as an assistant coach uh, for numerous other teams as well as the world championship uh, Milwaukee Bucks he was on that coaching staff okay I think that's a step in the right direction as far as the future for the Los Angeles Lakers and he said in his interview with the media and with the fans that he's in he's intent in making it work with Russell Westbrook LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Now, a lot of people didn't read the tea leaves of that interview. And I 
on both of my YouTube, well, on my sports YouTube channel, Just My Opinion Podcast. I suggest you guys to subscribe to that to, to that YouTube channel as well as subscribe to my official channel. I'm Chris Don One. I don't do a lot of sports topics uh, on, on, on that channel, but I do do it on my secondary channel. If you want to subscribe to both of those channels, feel free. Go right ahead. But after that interview, I was left under the impression that Darvin Ham fully expect for him to coach Russell Westbrook. He said that he's going to utilize Russell Westbrook differently uh, than the previous coaching uh, staff. And he has the power and the capability. If it doesn't work out, Russell Westbrook is going to have to come off the bench, which I feel like that would help the Lakers overall. Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. Uh, he's an ISO player. Uh, he cannot play I mean, cannot. He, he's not good playing without the ball. He's not going to be a tremendous factor for your team if he does not have the ball. So I can see certain plays and certain segments where LeBron James and Russell Westbrook can benefit off of each other. But when it becomes a half-court game and they lock you in and you have to beat this team by shooting and defending, I just don't see how that works with both of them being full-time and committed in those situations. I feel like Russell Westbrook coming off the bench gives you some explosion on the offensive end when LeBron James takes a breather, when he takes a rest, when AD takes a breather or a rest, or he gets injured. I feel like it will work that way of him coming off the bench but Russell Westbrook is uh not too fond of that ideal of him playing off uh, coming from the bench and therein lies the problem with him and his agency now Russell Westbrook and the Los Angeles Lakers front office said that Russell Westbrook never demanded a trade but I felt like him letting go of his agency that's where the differences was uh his his older agency was encouraging russell westbrook to stick with the program stay with the lakers uh because the the reality of it is there's not a team out there that's willing to uh have you on their roster they would love to have you at some type of capacity for their team it's just the salary 40 plus million is hard to spend uh, to an owner that that's a lot of money that that's eating at your salary cap now there's a stat floating around that there are 10 teams that are over the salary cap and guess who's number seven the los angeles lakers now the first uh and and all 10 of these teams have the capability of going deep into the playoffs and I say like five of those teams, maybe six of those teams have the capability of going to the NBA Finals. The Los Angeles Lakers is not one of those teams, okay? They just have a high, uh, they're paying the luxury tax because of the salaries of Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis, plus of other uh, contracts that they're trying to get out from under. So they're not going to buy Russell Westbrook out. They bought out a Luau Deng, and look how that ultimately affected the roster uh, even after the buyout. 
okay? A lot of money was frozen that they could have spent to build the roster, but instead, they were stuck like Chuck trying to pay off that remaining money. And I just don't see a buyout in the near future for Russell Westbrook from the Los Angeles Lakers. If someone was willing to trade Russ, Russell Westbrook to another team, there's definitely not going to be a buyout there because then they're just going to tell him to sit at home and they're just going to eat that contract until that money is sured up and and what they'll be able to use next offseason. I feel like next offseason is extremely big and a lot of people are not uh, going to uh, this perspective, I feel like next offseason is going to be pretty big for teams that have the money, okay? Not a lot of major superstars, but a lot of stars or a lot of players that can make your team a little bit better, okay? So, and if you have the cap space, you'll be willing, you'll be willing to get some of these players to add to your roster, and the Los Angeles Lakers, if they keep Russell Westbrook, let him go at the end of the season. They'll have that 40 plus million plus LeBron James. If he doesn't sign an extension, that money, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll have that money freed up on their salary cap. They'll be no longer over the salary cap and be able to add players to Anthony Davis or be able to have the ability to trade for a player. Now, Jenny Buzz has been steadfast on this mo- notion of keeping her draft picks. But if she's keeping her draft picks because of the talent that's uh, at their disposal a year from now in the NBA draft, or she stock or is she, or is she stockpiling these picks for free agency to maybe get a Donovan Mitchell if he stays with Utah? A Donovan Mitchell with an Anthony Davis pairing him up with an Anthony Davis will be a great competitive team. All right. And it may intrigue LeBron James to uh, sign an extension with the Lakers, but at uh, at a minimum contract, an affordable contract. I think they're also in the market for a Kevin Durant, even though there's uh, reports out there suggest that Kevin Durant, the, the, the real reason why he wanted to leave Brooklyn is because of Kyrie Irving. Well, Brooklyn only signed only, well, Brooklyn only got Kyrie Irving for one year, and you have the ability to trade him like uh, like in the trade deadline. If people willing to take Kyrie Irving, if they feel like Kyrie Irving is that player that can get them over the hump, Kyrie Irving is going to be very motivated this year just for Brooklyn because he's literally fighting and playing for a big time contract the market was cold for Kyrie Irving uh uh, this free agency a lot of teams were unwilling to give Kyrie Irving that type of money and letting go of a lot of pieces for Kyrie Irving so Kyrie Irving had to stuck it had to had to stick it out with the Brooklyn Nets with the Brooklyn Nets organization and Sean Marks was saying when he opted in they was extremely surprised that Kyrie Irving uh, opted in for the Brooklyn Nets okay so you got all that stuff going on and I feel like Jeannie Buss is a lot smarter than most of us and she's looking at next at the end of this seat uh, of this up and coming season she's looking at free agency 
of making the Los Angeles Lakers extremely better than what they are today. She's also looking at the NBA draft, where if you just keep those picks and just draft whatever talented player is there, that's something that you can uh, bargain or advertise with your with your Lakers fans, okay? Uh, but I really do feel like Jeannie Buss and Rob Palinka has an ace up their sleeve, and I feel like they're going they're going to have a lot of money to make that team better, and maybe that team will be. Uh, interesting or intriguing for LeBron James to come back or the possibility of trading for um, uh, Kevin Durant. Now the sticking point and the logic to that argument is they don't have enough for a trade or they have pieces that Brooklyn's willing to give well, that Brooklyn wants for Anthony Davis. I mean, uh, Kevin Durant. Oh, excuse me. I probably said Anthony Davis earlier. I meant Kevin Durant. But that's what's going on. I feel like, uh, and I told you guys on, on this channel, on, on this podcast, as well as my YouTube channels, I feel like Jenny Buss has already pushed the reset button. She's willing to uh, waste this year. And uh, with LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and... Um, uh, uh, Man, I forgot his name that fast. Russell Westbrook, okay? I was going to call him Russell West, but I'm not going to say that name. I don't want to um, I don't want to butcher his last name and uh, make fun of his last name. But that was that was the name that was in my head. But I'm willing uh, Jenny Buss is just saying, "Look, we'll just stay a status quo, status quo for this season." Now, if this season constitutes them having a better season than they had last season, cool. If this season constitutes them going into the playoffs, cool. If this season uh, constitutes as far as them winning a title, which I highly doubt the playoffs or a title, fine. But Jeannie Buss is just waiting in the weeds for next offseason. Now, there's not a lot of superstars that's going to be free agents next offseason, but there are a smorgasbord of talent where a Darvin Ham, if he has the ability to have these players on his roster, that the Los Angeles Lakers roster is going to be a lot better than star-wise, the names on the back of the jersey, no. They're not going to be recognizable names, but they're going to be extremely more younger and talented and fit more in Darvin Ham's system, okay? Uh, than having a LeBron James, uh, an AD, or Russell Westbrook. Now, AD is going to be there next season, and they're going to build around AD. Obviously, they're going to have shooters around AD, and that roster may be intriguing enough where LeBron James will sign another one-year contract with the Lakers, but that's neither here nor there. And that's what Jeannie Buss is banking on, Okay? Now, as far as the Kevin Durant, and I told you guys on my YouTube channel as well as on this channel, I was first on the porch uh, about Kevin Durant's request instead of his demand to be traded. He requested to be traded than than requesting a demand. And those are two different types of definitions. And I told you guys, I feel like the reason why he's doing that is 
uh, he's no longer interested in playing with Kyrie Irving. And notice when Kyrie Irving talked about how he was going to go into free agency, uh, that request fizzled. He's, he's no longer putting any more energy or any more narratives as far as him being still wanting to be traded. He's been on hiatus. He's been in dark mode on social media. He, he responds to certain things, but he doesn't respond to to the important things to us, which is, are you still interested in leaving Brooklyn? And he hasn't made a concrete decision on that. But I do feel like one of the reasons why he wanted to leave Brooklyn is because of Kyrie Irving. I feel like uh, Kevin Durant and Sean Marks, the Brooklyn, uh, uh, the Brooklyn Nets organization, I feel like they have a line and they have... Uh, a, a communication line towards each other that as far as the Kyrie Irving situation is going to be rectified, okay? But they're not in no rush to trade Kyrie Irving. Now, why is that? The reason why they're no they're not in a rush, uh, rush to trade Kyrie Irving is simple. Uh, they, they're going to get a fully involved, heavily motivated Kyrie Irving that this year... Now more than ever, he's going to have to earn his stripes. He's going to have to be on his best behavior if he wants a max contract. Okay, he's not going to get it from Brooklyn no matter what he does for Brooklyn, but he will get it for his next team. All right. He's going to have to prove to these teams like he has to prove to Nike if Nike wants if he wants to come back to Nike and get a signature shoe, even though LeVar Ball, the big baller brand, is interested in Kyrie Irving, told him he can come over there. He could be an, uh, an owner of big baller brand. And Kyrie Irving didn't even respond to him because Kyrie Irving wants to be on his best behavior to get a signature shoe back. Uh, from Nike or Reebok or Adidas, all right? Really doesn't matter. And I feel like Kyrie Irving is going to be fighting and playing for... You're going to get the best version of Kyrie Irving this year. Uh, It doesn't matter if it's the Brooklyn Nets or someone else. They're going to get the best version of Kyrie Irving because he's playing for a contract. If he does not... Now, there's always a sucker next offseason that lose out in free agency that feels like... It's in their best interest to give Kyrie Irving a max contract because they have nothing else at their disposal. And that's what Kyrie Irving is banking on. And I told you guys on my YouTube channels, as well as here, I feel like Kyrie Irving is the Antonio Brown of the NFL. He's always got his foot in his mouth and he's always in his own way. All right. Uh, but uh, I feel like Brooklyn and Kevin Durant, uh, I, I feel like they have a communication line and Kevin Durant is intrigued by what moves they made during the trade deadline, as well as, uh, the off season, uh, what they did, uh, to the Brooklyn Nets today. They're going to get a fully heavily motivated Kyrie Irving. They're going to get a healthy Ben Simmons, as well as the other tools at their disposal that they've been, uh, collaborating and signing this up and coming off season. I feel like, the Brooklyn Nets have all what it takes to make it into the NBA Finals, but we're going to have to wait and see, all right? But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Look, if you guys want me to continue to do sports topics, I will continue to do sports topics, okay? Uh, But uh, I also like to do other things 
And maybe those other things, I'm going to have to do them on different days, okay? I'm still trying to figure this podcast space out. I really do appreciate everyone that listens to it, that shares it, uh, that gives it a review, that gives it a like. every, Every little thing, you add those little things and it helps the podcast in a major way. So I really do appreciate everything everyone's doing. It's your boy, the host with the most. I do not brag or boast. And I'm coming to you guys live from coast to coast. It's your boy. I'm Chris Down One. I'm up out of here. Outro.